Hello, everyone. Welcome to tonight's special edition of the Draft Countdown Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian Bosarge, joined by my co-host, Shane P. Hallam. Shane, this will be our 2023 Senior Bowl recap show. And for those that watched last night when I was on mute, uh, this is why <laughs> I uh, saved every bit of my voice I had for the uh, radio broadcast today that was uh, streaming on the iHeartRadio app uh, for those that that got that uh, today. Uh, my voice was low for most of the game, but it's kind of started to go on me in the third quarter. So it's about where it was at now. Look, I thought, I thought you did well. I don't think people who didn't know that you lost your voice would have known from listening to it. I was happy. Finally, I was able to listen to you. Uh, call it. You did a good job. So, you know, next year I'll be pumping that out more. Uh, now that I know it's not just local. So that, that was awesome. Um, game was was fun. It was not the worst senior bowl game I've ever seen and uh, probably isn't in my bottom five, to be honest. So uh, that's always a good sign, uh, ultimately. <laughs> At least it wasn't all field goals. <laughs> right, right. We had, we had some score. We had some defense. It was a nice little mix of everything, uh, which to me is more fun when you, you know, you don't get, kind of god-awful play and we'll, we'll kind of break it down on this pod so for those newer listeners i do not smoke two packs a day i promise <laughs> um let's get into the game shane uh jake hayner mvp um i i i joked on twitter that i hope he shared his big trophy cup full of reese's with michael wilson the wide receiver from stanford because uh his bailing him out on that lame duck uh, throw he had at the end of the game uh, and getting the touchdown is what got Jay Kaner this MVP award. No doubt in my mind. Right. I mean, it, it was a real bad under throw. Luckily Jay Ward was nowhere close to Michael Wilson who could come back and get it pretty easily and then score the touchdown. I, I mean, I, I and the, the, look, there are games where the MVP, I'm like, ah, I don't think they played that great. I, I think this was another one. You know, Jay Kaner had some nice passes, but uh, he had some some bad decisions and some inaccurate passes as well. We knew this quarterback group wasn't going to be great. I, I don't think any of them were great in this game. Jake Hayner was the best of the group coming in, was the best leaving, right? Like he's going to be the top, highly highest drafted quarterback from this group. Um, so I, I don't know. I probably would have rather the MVP gone to Michael Wilson, to be honest with you. I'll say this about the quarterback group. We don't have to talk a whole lot about it because it's not – it wasn't flashy. Um, but I thought when in rhythm today, Tyson Bajant looked good when he was able to get in a rhythm, but they kept calling screen passes for him, and that's quite obviously not in his wheelhouse at all, probably not something he ever did at Shepard. And it showed in this game. Uh, but like I said, when he got in that two-minute offense and he was able to start humming the ball down the field, I thought he did a good job um, for himself. But he had the bad – that was a bad interception there uh, right there inside the five to Jacorian Bennett of the corner from Maryland, local product of Mobile, uh, who had an interception in front of the home fans there. So, uh, but, yeah, Hayner – Probably so. Definitely the best of the five quarterbacks that played in this game. And we'll talk a little bit more about some of the uh, the other quarterback that didn't play in this game here in a minute. I'm going to get into all that. But uh, Max Duggan looked rough 
and then had the, the play that he fumbled, the fumble came on. He tripped. I can't remember. Who, I don't. I didn't see who tripped him. Lonnie Phelps. Who was it? Lonnie Phelps, the uh, edge out of Kansas. So was it wasn't the, one of his linemen. I thought he tripped over one of his own linemen. Not that I saw, but I, you know, I may have missed that as well. So. But as he was falling down, he tried to hand the ball off to Chris Rodriguez, the running back from Kentucky, who never got a grasp on the ball. And then Dayon Henley recovered the fumble. So, um, yeah, no, no, you're right. He did trip on his lineman. It was Lonnie Phelps is kind of who forced the fumble because, like, Rodriguez still kind of got it and then just didn't secure it enough and have enough time to secure it. But they yeah, had that play. Uh, I liked your comment on the radio. That play was. That was all a mess. <laughs> Everything from the beginning to the end. It, it was, was completely screwed from the beginning. Uh, Clayton Toon, uh, he wasn't asked to do much. Uh, nine completions, 70 yards, longest 15 yards. He didn't push the ball down the field a lot uh, when he was in the game. At, at all. I mean, I mean, him and Hayner early were just checking the ball down so much. And it's like, what? We know you can do that. Um, I mean, like I said, Tyson Bajant took some chances and paid for it. Yeah, had the one interception, had the one that, that got called back, the interception. But Clayton yeah. Toon, more than anyone else, just didn't do anything that I didn't know you couldn't do. Like, try to throw the ball down the field sometimes. I, like, I don't even mind Max Duggan on some of the plays. Got, he got sacked. He held the ball too long because he was looking downfield. He was like, I'm not checking it down. You know, and I would almost rather that than what Clayton Toon did. Um, we're not going to say a whole lot about Malik Cunningham. Because it's not it's not really worth talking about, but he did have a pick six uh, in this game, and I do want to talk about that because that was an awesome story. Uh, Anthony Johnson, the corner from Virginia, with the pick six, but he was it confused us in the booth a little bit because he was wearing number fifteen and was wearing a, a, a different name on the back plate. I it didn't dawn on me until after the fact that he was wearing the the senior bowl allowed him to wear a jersey number. And the name of his teammate that was gunned down uh, earlier this year in that tragedy uh, at Virginia where three players were uh, shot and killed. Um, so that was pretty awesome and a good story. And he kept the ball. And, you know, I hope that, that you know, is a good moment for him and, and that that player's family. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was cool to see him honor, you know, his friend and get the pick six and have that big play wearing that jersey. Like, it's awesome. And then, you know, good on Anthony Johnson. I, I, it was a, you know, not a good pass by Malik Cunningham, but a good, a good play by uh, Anthony Johnson for sure. Yeah, it was no doubt. Of, it was a no doubter once he got his hands on the ball. Right, <laughs> that, that was a TD. Um, let's talk about the running game, but. We can't talk about that without talking about the offensive line play today, oh. especially on the national team. And that, those interior guys, man, they were killing it. Uh, Ola Watimi, the uh, center from Michigan. Um, Jake Andrews from Troy was in there. Cody Mock, North Dakota State. Asim Richards, North Carolina. Um, I'm missing some guys, I know. But those guys were killing it uh, up front all day today. And Evan Hull the running back averaging 7.4 yards a carry. Um, as a team, they ran for 182 yards. It's more than that if you take out Hayner's sack numbers. So it was just an awesome day from that uh, offensive front and the run game. It, it was. Uh, and and I think, like you said, the, the national team did well. I, I mean, I think the American, um, you know, the American offensive line also played well in the game. 
So guys like uh, Tyler Steen, who played left guard, I thought he had uh, a pretty good game. Darnell Wright, the tackle from Tennessee, was a little bit up and down, but um, you had a really nice start. And then, you know, you had the John Michael Schmitz, Osiris Torrance. We talked about that combo on the podcast that they were they were stonewalling the defensive line on, on the other side for a lot of the uh, the game on that side. And even uh, Nick Saldaveri, the old Dominion tackle playing center, that he was uh, he did really really well in the game for someone that had never taken snaps at center before. And, you know, we've talked on the podcast, Jim Nagy um, mentioned that he'd be a starting NFL center someday. We were trying to guess weeks ago, months ago, who, who it was. So I, I was impressed with both offensive lines on both sides. I'll say this, the only really bad offensive line rep I saw like egregious in the game was from McClendon Curtis when he was playing right tackle and he just got smoked by Allie Gay the uh, edge rusher from LSU on a big – and Hayner took a shot on that play. Yeah, and like it was weird because McClendon Curtis started at guard. He started the game at guard. I thought he played great. And then once they put him at right tackle, it was not, it was not good. So I think that tells you what you need to know about where he'll be for his NFL career. Well, there was a reason for that, Shane, and that's – we're going to talk about that later. But Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. There's a reason why he was having to play out at right tackle – because the numbers got thin. Um, the tight ends today, I, I thought they might try to push the ball to Musgrave a little more down the field, but he only really caught two check down passes. I was a little disappointed in that, to be honest. Um, but you would think uh, Will Mallory was Tyson Bajit's roommate or something this week. Uh, Will Mallory caught five passes for 46 yards. Uh, the tight end from Miami in this game, and all five came in a two-drive span from Tyson Bajan. Yeah, which which is impressive. I thought the tight ends in general played well. Like you said, Will Mallory, that connection seemed to work. I don't know if they had that connection in practice or what was happening, but Mallory showed some athleticism, was kind of interesting. Um, you know, Luke Busgrave did have uh, – one of his catches was really nice. Finding the hole in the zone was a perfect play. Got some yards after the catch fell forwards. Like that's that's what I want him to do in the NFL. You know, it's one play. You know, we have one game to kind of showcase all these players. Uh, and then uh, Payne Durham, the tight end from Purdue, had a really great game. Probably sh- should have had a touchdown. Was super close on Malik Cunningham. Uh, kind of wobbly pass that he went up and caught and tried to make it in. Um, good blocking. He ran the football once. So Payne Durham's definitely one player who's probably moved up my board maybe the most in my tight end rankings this week, uh, more than more than anyone in terms of just a, a positional move up. Yeah, I know he was one of the guys that when we saw him invited, we were kind of like, there's better guys, right? And he's he showed himself well this week for sure. Oh, Cameron Latu, uh, he caught a couple of nice balls as well. Um, yeah, for, yeah, good, for, good tight yeah. end group. I mean, yeah. offensive line tight end. It was the and it showed in the game. Um, they stretched the ball down to Jaden Reed once um, in this game. Sir Roderick Thompson, the running back for Texas Tech, gets on the plane, comes in two days of practice, seven yards of carry in this game on five carries, uh, showed yeah. himself well. But you know the guy I felt bad for, Cameron Peoples. The running back from App State, back-to-back plays, drop passes. 
And they weren't hard passes to catch, Shane. No. no. One, one screen pass, one, yeah. you know, two-yarder. and the, Yeah. Wide open. Uh, you know, they were maybe where they were tipped a little bit, but it was it was in his hands. Like, it was – oof, it was rough. Um, yeah, I, I think he, he had a rough game. He showed some toughness running the football late in the game. They had him running up the middle doing what he actually does well, right, which was good. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, I felt bad for Cameron. Actually, he had one carry in this game and that was it. One carry, it. Okay. 15 yards, one carry. Maybe we should have gave him the ball more. I don't know. <laughs> just Instead saying. of throwing it to him, just hand yeah. it to him. Obviously, uh, receiving is not his game. <clears throat> um, we talked about Michael Wilson. What catch radius on this guy, man? Where where were we at on Michael Wilson before this week, Shane? I know uh, he's he's going on up. Uh, my board for sure. Uh, I can't speak for you, but he's been, he was really good in practice this week. And then he was the main receiver that stood out in this game, basically because he's the only one that showed up. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's definitely moved up because I thought, okay, here, you know, here's a blocking kind of receiver. They didn't use him much at Stanford. Uh, but man, he was impressive, big, long, and was doing it in the game too. Like you said, it's one thing at practice, which is the most important. Uh, he's really good, but sometimes, yeah, and you've been to a lot of these, Brian, those practice players don't show up in the game. They, they you know, they, they don't do much. You know, like, ah, what happened to this guy? But Michael Wilson, what, <laughs> like I said, I think he should have been the MVP. Uh, he was probably the best player there. So I, I yeah, he's moving up my board. And when we redo our boards here on the site in a week or two, I think it's going to be tough to decide, like, does he go above some of these receivers who maybe did well at the senior bowl, but not as well, Jonathan Mingo, Dontavian Wicks. I think trying to compare some of these will be uh, interesting for me to have that thought exercise. I think he's – it's like I keep hate that we have to – we go from one to the other, but it's like you want to have to defer to the combine. It's like, what is Michael Wilson going to run? I know he's a big guy. And he's got a great catch radius, and he's but he did separate well during the practices. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's like I feel like he's got some speed, right? But he missed a lot of games this year, if, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. He he did he did miss time with an injury, um, and had been pretty kind of inconsistent getting on the field and and you know doing a ton Stanford as well. So it's um so so maybe maybe this is what he needed this offseason, the Senior Bowl. And if he does well at the combine, then you're saying, well, maybe it's a better pro player than college player for Michael Wilson. Hey, let's trash some special teams guys right quick because I feel like I'm feeling salty. <laughs> feeling salty, Shane. Hey, Bryce Beringer, he punted the ball one time for 47 yards. He's safe. The long snappers are safe. Adam Corsick, the punter from Rutgers, who I believe is one of them Aussie punters, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during the game introductions, his voice sounded different than everybody else's. So I, I assume that to be the case. <laughs> he had a nice shankaroo in an all-star game, punted the ball 17 yards. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Uh, go back. Well, he, he got one inside the five as well. So you got to give him both of those at least. Whatever. Chad <laughs> Ryland kicked five field goals today, which is just sad in its own right. But his only the only one from – did you see the one from 50-plus yards? Yeah. That ball starts going like – the ball's not supposed to go like that. They're not supposed to move that way. Not uh, that way. So but I'll tell you what, he hammered the hell out of it. 
that ball was good from 70 if he didn't kick it sideways. <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened there. It was like a soccer, it's like a soccer kick or yeah, something. Well, it, was, it, was, it was strange. But a four or five on his field goals, missed his 50 yarder. Uh Jack Puzzlesny, one of two on field goals, missed a 30 yard field. How do you miss a 30 yard field goal with nobody's rushing at you? Yeah, I and and that that's by uh uh, yeah, that, that that's my question with Jake Putzlisi because he's he'll miss those easy ones. Like you miss a fifty plus yarder, all right, but um, you can have a big leg, but he can't miss the thirty. He 30 hit yards. a fifty seven yard field goal in practice on Thursday. Right, right. He, he has the leg and misses a thirty yard field goal. That's, Give that's me a break. Tough. Kickers are terrible people. That's fine. I wrote off Cameron Dicker after last year, and he had a good uh, rookie season. So let's go to the defense, Shane. Uh, only the one interception in the game – I'm sorry, two interceptions in the game. The one – we talked about the one pick six earlier by Anthony Johnson uh, and Ja'Korian Bennett. We talked about him with his interception. Four solo tackles for Bennett today. I know you were high on Bennett coming into this week. Um, looked like he was playing more nickel today. Uh, maybe even some safety uh, out there. Yeah, which might end up being a pretty good spot for him to play kind of a nickel safety hybrid, a Brian Branch, you know, type of role. Um, because, they, you know, they put him on the outside at Maryland. He's a physical player. So I think he can play safety. He made some good tackles in the game, too, Ja'Korian Bennett did. So um, there's one really good one, Tajay Spears, in the second half where he wrapped him up. I thought Spears might have been able to get out of it. So I kind of like, like that role for Bennett. I think it might hurt him in the draft where you don't feel good about putting him outside. Is he a bigger nickel corner? That's That could be tough. So only certain teams might be interested. Um, a guy who flashed to me uh, on the radio broadcast, and we talked about it a good, talked about him a good bit, uh, only two tackles, but the one sack, Carl Brooks, Bowling Green. Man, he flashed big time today, showing uh, get getting in the backfield often, it felt like. Yeah, yeah, he got the sack on the Max Duggan 10-second uh, hold of the ball, but he was getting in the backfield, so I agree with you. Sometimes in this game, in every game, college games, the stat sheet isn't what's going to sell you. Carl Brooks, I think, had one of those games here, so I think it definitely gets him drafted. Um, the leading tackler in the game was Ivan Pace Jr. from Cincinnati, We've talked about he's a bit undersized, but he has a nose for the football for sure. Nine solo tackles in this game, man. He he, he had a really interesting game because there were points early where I was like, oh, he's kind of, you know, behind. He's not reacting quite fast enough. But then, boom, he, he would close on the runner very quickly and make a big play. Um, he was flying around the ball. And my favorite play that Ivan Pace had was Cyrus Torrance was going to the second level. And Pace knocked him backwards, hip checked him right in the ground, right in the running back, made the tackle basically. Uh, Cyrus Torrance tackled him for. Him. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty awesome. I mean, you, I mean, he had to be giving up what a hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Cyrus, yeah. no fear. You gotta like that. Um, a linebacker. I am it's extremely through the roof for now, and you've been you've been on him for a little while. Dayon Henley, um, great game, eight tackles. Uh, three solos, had the fumble recovery we talked about, but his ability to cover backs and he might even be able to carry tight ends. Uh, I think he's that skilled. Um, 
of a cover man, the way he played in practice this week. I'm a big stock up on Deion Henley. Yeah, man. I mean, he feels like an inside linebacker that could have, you know, a hundred tackles in the NFL and still cover the tight ends and make a play in coverage here and there. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I, I was trying to think of like, man, like who does he, who does he kind of remind me of? And I know he's not quite as big, but maybe your boy on the Bengals, Logan Wilson, like this guy that can just cover ground, go back in coverage, make it, make a big play here and, and, and clean up those tackles with good technique uh, but still, you know, challenging you. Uh, I'm a big fan. Yeah, Nick Hampton from uh, Appalachian State got a sack, but we don't really count that one. Yeah, because right. uh, uh, I can't remember who, who the quarterback was that fell down, but he just touched <laughs> him down, and you know that was cheap. Uh, Andre Carter, at least he played. I'll say that, but it, uh, only show up in the stat sheet was a hurry, and that was on a. That was on a bootleg to him, and so if, I guess that counts as a hurry. Yeah, and that, not not much going there uh, for for Andre Carter. You know, in the game and the practices, um, we we talked about it last night a little bit. I think it's been disappointing, and hopefully the combine will be the spot where he can show up. Any other the national defenders you want to uh, touch on? Um, no, I, I, th- I think it's pretty good. I think we hit on uh, a, a number of them. I can look at my list here, but you know, yeah, I, I think, you know, I mentioned Lonnie Phelps, but he, not, not that I think he gets drafted. I think, you know, he's a late addition, it's this kind of special teamer from Kansas, but we saw that last year too, with the Kansas uh, edge rusher showing up, I think Lonnie Phelps showed up today and maybe definitely getting himself signed to a camp there. Yeah, uh, he's done enough to at least earn that shot for sure. Let's move on to the American team defense. And uh, his attitude from practice carried over into the game. Aubrey Miller Jr. from Jackson State, the linebacker dude, gave no Fs in practice, and that continued today as he was just dropping the hammer down. Uh, Seven tackles in this game, five solo. I like that spirit that he showed in this game hey, he was he was yelling at his teammates he looked like a leader on the field he was talking to guys moving guys around i, I was impressed with that side of it sometimes in these all-star games you know who's who's the leader on the field who's getting guys together rallied up organized i wouldn't expect the jackson state linebacker to be that guy but Aubrey miller was shout out to jason taylor the second from oklahoma state safety uh six tackles in this game after only showing up on thursday so uh, good effort from him. Um, Daryl Luter Jr. from South Alabama thought he uh, he had made some nice plays on the ball. Had the one breakup uh, on a pass, four tackles, two solos for Luter. Um, I think I'm a little higher on his draft range than what I need to be. Shane, where, where do you have Daryl Luter right now? Like as far as where do, where do you think his draft capital is right now? Um, you know, I think it's tough. I would say he's probably an early day three player. Um, maybe can sneak into round three, but I think we're probably looking at fourth to fifth round. Just a lot of corners, man. A lot of good, yeah. A lot of corners. You know, what's the upside? I think there's some more upside corners that'll get drafted higher. Um, some other guys here that had 
Let's see, we had a couple of – Isaiah Land had a big sack uh, in the game. We talked about Ali Gay's sack earlier where he just straight whooped uh, McClendon Curtis. But Isaiah Land, his was more of a, a covered sack downfield where he just kept at it, kept at it, and got the sack. But a good game uh, – Good game for him by and large. He had one and a half tackles for loss uh, with the sack. So he split a tackle for loss with somebody, DJ Dale, I believe. Uh, to DJ Dale's credit, who was just absolutely atrocious uh, for the most part in the uh, pass rush one-on-ones. Obviously, that's not his game. No. No, DJ Dale's a run defender, and it showed in this game. And he was stout, especially when they were uh, in the goal line package. D.J. Dale really showed up down there wreaking havoc. Zach Pickens, South Carolina, two tackles, two solos uh, for him today as well. Same for Darius Rush, uh, although he didn't get any uh, pass action today and only played a half. Right, only played in that first half. I'll say I think Isaiah Land's sack was probably the most impressive sack of, of the game. Just a quick, you know, bend around the edge, and boom, he was right there. So – I, I, I love seeing something like that where that's an NFL play and you can kind of identify it. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it, it was a it was a rough game, I think, for some of the defenders just, just didn't get the playing time or the positioning. Like I said, Darius Rush, wish you could have seen him in the second half, man, made some more noise. Yeah, Tyreek Stevenson had a couple of good plays too, yeah. I thought, in the game. Uh, he's definitely going up my board as well. Uh, anybody else on the American team defense you want to talk about? Um, no, I think I think that's pretty good. Um, uh, Byron Young from Tennessee had had a nice, but he was kind of whipping Blake Freeland for uh, a lot of the game. Um, he pushed him right into Malik Cunningham's face at one point. So I think Byron Young, um, both Byron Youngs, but the Tennessee Byron Young uh, really impressed me in the game. Yeah, right, right. We had some fun with that in the on the radio broadcast there, the different Byron Youngs. So, um, so yeah, 27-10 win for the national team. Um, game was really never that close. <laughs> it didn't feel like the, the American team could never kind of make any hay to get back in it. Um, but I don't know, Shane, I don't know what the record for players that practice that didn't play in the game is, but I feel like we had to have set it today. As by my count, looking at the participation charts and everything, 33 players that practiced at some point this week did not play in the game. So you really got shortchanged at some roster spots. The Ameri- and it was pretty evenly split. I'll say that. 17 for the national team, 16 for the American team. But uh, I'm just going to go down the list. It's like I said, some of these guys – could be injury-related. I don't know. But some of them, it feels just said, you know what, I've done my work, I'm going home. And I don't really think that's fair. But, you know, that's their decision. If they feel it's right, they're not going to be punished for it by the NFL, so it really doesn't matter in the grand scheme. But um, just starting on the American team, uh, Braden Willis, uh, fullback tight end, Rasheed Rice didn't play. Darius Davis didn't play. Dontavian Wicks, wide receiver, didn't play. Tank Dell, after that's all we talked about for three days on draft Twitter, decides not to play in the game. 
Um, Warren McClendon, offensive tackle from Georgia. Uh, Emil Ekior, uh, he got hurt in practice on Thursday. I was able to confirm that, so at least his was, I know, injury-related. Um, Dylan Horton, TCU, didn't play. He was at least dressed out on the sidelines. So was Warren McClendon. Um, Cameron Young, Mississippi State. Dorian Williams, linebacker from Tulane. Servasier Dennis, linebacker from Pitt. And D. Winters, linebacker from TCU. See a trend. The linebacker room got thin there Very for that thin. American team. Um, Res John Wright, which we noticed was out uh, on Thursday's practice, didn't portray the corner from Oregon State. DeMarco Hellams, safety from Alabama. And Marte Mapu, who we talked about a lot, um, didn't play the safety from Sacramento State. I'm just assuming his was injury related. No way he was the playing in this game. Right, right. You think you think you would want to? I mean, it's just a lot of names, a lot of guys. You know, like the like some of the linebackers. I'm hoping it's injury related because I I don't know why if you're Servasier Dennis, you're not you know you're not playing in this game, right? Um, it, it's just rough, and you can see the the thinness of some of those uh, you know some of those positions, and it made a toll on some of those positions for sure. Um, for the national team, quarterback Jaron Hall, probably the biggest name here. Uh, we saw uh, a report go out, I think it was Thursday night, that he was on the flight out uh, <laughs> on the same plane as a, uh, I think it was Thor Nystrom from uh, NBC. NBC said, yeah, he's on the plane with me going to Dallas, him and Dontavian Wicks both. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what happened there. Great. Uh, we know about Roshan Johnson broke a bone in his hand early in practice. Uh, Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska. Puka Nakua got hurt in the first day of practice. Knew about him. Joey Fisher, the offensive tackle from Shepard. You said broken knuckle. Broken knuckle, yeah. That sucks. That sounds yeah. like it sucks. Um, Dewan Jones, we kind of knew of his injury status was kind of up in the air, so we didn't expect him to play. Uh, Jalen Duncan, the offensive tackle for Maryland, was uh, on the sidelines but did not play. Uh, Adetomawa, Adetomawa, I, it doesn't matter. Anyway, didn't play. Uh, kind of glad because we didn't have to try to butcher that on the radio. Uh, Isaiah Foskey. No, 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 no dice today for the Notre Dame player. He kind of no showed practice too this week, so you know why not no show the game? Uh, Demarvion Overshawn, the linebacker from Texas, doesn't play. Uh, Carlton Marshall had back spasms after the first day of practice. Kind of figured he wasn't gonna be able to go. Uh, Jartavius Martin, corner from Illinois, didn't play. Missed, he missed like two days of practice. Kedron Smith, corner from Kentucky, didn't play. Makai Blackman, the corner from Southern Cal, does not play. Kayvon Merriweather, safety from Iowa, doesn't play. Ronnie Hickman, safety from Ohio State, doesn't play. And J.L. Skinner, safety from Boise State, does not play. Uh, by my count here, that means only two safeties from the national team suited up, which is why you get, you know, Jacorion Bennett playing safety today. It's, 
without having practiced it, I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. I, I can't fault the American team for losing this game. I, I think, you know, that that is a a, a weak room. And where are all these guys? They, they did not all get hurt. Like, playing the game. Playing the game, so. Yeah. No way did all of these guys get hurt at practice on Thursday. Right. No way. You're lying. They're lying if they say they are. And like I said, it's their decision. It's fine. Like I said, there's the NFL is not going to punish them by dropping their draft stock or anything like that. We all know that that's never – that just doesn't happen to, anymore. If that, maybe it used to be a thing. It's not anymore. And so there's, there's really no punishment for it. It just sucks for the Senior Bowl, and not just the Senior Bowl, but other All-Star games. It happened at the Shrine this week. Say Flowers was healthy enough to play. He just didn't want to. Right. You know, and whatever. So, you know, it's it's it sucks for us, you know, as we watch these guys at practice. We want to see how it translates to the game. We don't get to see that. Yeah, and, and look, I, I recognize the game's probably the least important part from an NFL draft evaluation standpoint. We understand that. But but the team still watch the game. You know, they want to see things like Aubrey Miller hyping up his teammates and being a leader. They want to see how you react to actual pressure in your face. You know, teams are going to watch that film even if they're not still in Mobile there. Um, I, I think if a lot of these, you know, day three talents that are, didn't play – because they stopped it out because they didn't think it was important or didn't think they needed it. I think I think it's going to be a mistake. And I think we're going to have guys that did well in, in the game um, help themselves. You know, go back and look at that film. Go back and check out Anthony Johnson more. And, and Michael Wilson continues the streak. I think it's going to help those players. So I think it's, it was worth doing. Yeah, I mean, there, there has never been a single player in the NFL draft's history that because they did something bad in the senior bowl game, their draft stock went down. It's never happened, but it can go up. Like you said, just based on what you said, you know, what if they are, you've got these two guys, even now something's got to break that. Right. So that leadership that you saw from Aubrey Miller today, that might break a tie with him on some team's board, right. And get him drafted, you know, around higher or something like that. You never know. You know, like I said, I just I wish these guys that could play would play. If you've got an injury, fine. Like I said, there's no way 33 guys were hurt. No, I mean it wasn't. So hopefully it's not a trend. Hopefully next year, you know, we see more guys play, and that you know that becomes a focal point for some of these agents and players to want to go out and compete. Yeah. So uh, any final thoughts from the game, Shane, that we didn't really touch on? No, it's good. I, your your practice report is up. Mine will be up uh, tomorrow afternoon. So you'll you know if you want to check out kind of writing, get a little more on some of the smaller players that we didn't talk about in the podcast. Definitely check that out. Um, Brian, you crushed it this week, man. Always always a pleasure hearing from you, being at the practices, talking to to players, to to Jim Nagy, to being on the radio. So great job. Uh, you deserve some rest and and get your voice some rest here before. Uh, Wednesday, I'll, I'll I'll be locking in some content here the next couple of days. Give Brian a rest after everything he's been doing. I think I'm going to sleep in tomorrow, Shane. Can I do that? I'm going to yes. try. Yes, I'm going to try, man. No, no football for once. Uh, you can you can sleep. Yeah. In. Uh, I don't have a Super Bowl to worry about, I guess. So, 
Exactly. Uh, well, look, it's next week anyway. I'm, I'm sure you're going to watch that flag football game with uh, with big eyes for the Pro Bowl. No, I am not. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for this uh, special Senior Bowl wrap-up edition of the Draft Countdown podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube and you haven't subscribed to the channel, please do so. And uh, hit the like button on the videos. Uh, share them out. If you're listening to the audio version of this, that will go up within the next 30 minutes or so. Give us a five-star review. Share that out as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Deep Fried Draft. Follow Shane on Twitter at Shane P. Hallam. Follow Draft Countdown on Twitter at Draft Countdown. And for everything you need, Senior Bowl-related, draft-related, seven-round mock coming Monday from my man over there, Shane, uh, go to draftcountdown.com. It's the place to be, man. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for putting up with this scraggle voice the last couple of nights. And, uh, you know, it's it's been a blast, man. I've had fun. Uh, but good night, everybody. <laughs>